Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here with my co-host. KG in the house. And we're going to jump right into Mailbox Monday today. And we want to give a shout out, you know, to anyone still crushing it, still listening, still fueling their mind uh, with this great content. It really does mean a lot. You know, obviously, uh, I think a lot of the commuters have tuned out a little bit. So, you know, any uh, love you can send our way, we really do appreciate. So if you really like these episodes, you know, I think one of our favorite things ever is, you know, people that just share it to their Instagram stories. You know, it helps get the word out, helps inspire more people and helps get it going. So I just want to make a quick note of that today. Uh, but I think more than anything, we're just going to jump right into it. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it, baby. Okay, so first and foremost, we're going to go into quotes. So I just got a quote from my boy uh, Paul Swayze over here, uh, and he had a, it's it's a good one, and he went ahead and showed me it. Um, it's from Robin Sharma, and it said, "Those who don't have time for exercise will have to make time for illness." Jeez. It's a little dark, a little sad, but it's unfortunately very true. I find you know a lot of people will kind of say, "Oh, I'm too busy. I got too much going on." And then you know before you look on it, you know one pound here, one pound there, two pounds there. You know you're like, "What the heck happened? How did I slip?" And you know it's same with spending, right? If you just flash your credit card around a little bit, you look at your account and you're like, "Ooh," you know. So like we've always said, you know what gets tracked gets managed. And if you don't track in a lot time for exercise and health, um, it really is going to catch up and. I know that's probably not so much the case of the listeners of the podcast. You know, I'm guessing you're really on it. You're making time. You're feeling your brain. You're feeling your body. Uh, but I just think, you know, I hear the argument all the time from people. I don't have time to exercise. Oh, I wish I could be like you and, you know, work out each day for a little bit or have perfect nutrition. But I have this, 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 this. And at the end of the day, it's really about, you know, making that time. And I, I truly do believe everyone has time and people, you know, will get pretty offended when you say, oh, couldn't you do it here? And You know, yeah. but at the end of the day, you really have to look with some introspection and some honesty at your own schedule and say, hey, where can I get this in? Where can I get it going? And one of the tips we had in a previous episode was to go ahead and plan out on your calendar the times you're going to work out, right? Instead of just waking up and then having to do it some point of the day, say, no, I'm going to go at this time of the day, fits best for my schedule. And, you know, maybe you work seven to seven or something crazy you know maybe you're getting up at 5 a.m and then at the end of the day you're going home relaxing a bit catching some z's and you know what's going on but just something to think about thought it was a very powerful quote and uh you know and especially the reason i thought it was powerful you know during the covid times right here i think a lot of people are putting exercise and health on the back burner because they're just like eh, you know i just don't want to get sick i don't want to fight anything and i'm not saying run out go to the gym or do something you shouldn't be doing uh but even during these crazy times more than anything it should be a time uh to make time to be healthy and to invest in yourself you know whether it's home workouts you know cooking healthier foods feeling yourself you know doing little walks away from people so just something to be mindful of yeah and I, I love that i mean definitely it'll catch up down the road you know even if you're young it's something to think about and um we talked about my quote last week briefly i know we kind of like tossed it in in kind of the middle of the episode so i just wanted to go over it again because mine really does relate to josh's as well it's from jim Rohn, and i'm going to repeat it take care of your body it's the only place you have to live and yeah i just think at this current time it's just so important because i think the priorities um you know, just they need to be focused on like what is truly important. And I actually saw a really cool quote to add on to this. Um, I know, you know, we keep talking about COVID, but it's obviously what's taking place. Um, But this was uh, this guy, Grant Cardone, uh, his trainer, and it was really cool. It said, people will come out of this quarantine one of two ways. Number one, closer to their dreams, or number two, further from them, 
than ever before. The world is practically on hold right now um, for you to close any gaps you need to. Don't F it up. So I just thought that was pretty cool because, you know, we, you know, I even I didn't really want to film this podcast today. But now we're just like, you know what? Like, once again, we're not getting as many views, but there's so many people that are still listening and we got to put out content for you and it's, it's time to produce. It's time to, you know, take on a lot more people for coaching, open up more slots and keep going. So yeah, you know, don't uh, put your body on hold, you know, focus on it. This is the time and you know, you'll never have this much time in your life. And yeah, I don't remember that quote either, but you know, a lot of people say, you know, what gets accomplished in the dark, gets shown in the light or some, some variation of that. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, it looks great to walk out on a beach with an amazing physique or walk around in the summer and be like, what the heck, man, that person's D's, you know? And the truth is if someone has that body, you know, they're not just waking up one day, working out for 30 minutes and they're there. They've been probably toiling with their nutrition. They've been working out for years. They've been hustling, right? And it really is about, you know, what you do behind closed doors that will kind of show uh, when it all comes to light. And that's the same with this, you know, we could say, oh, we're going to take a break. We're going to lay off. But at the end of the day, that's why, you know, we want to go harder than ever, make sure the episodes are as good, if not better than they've ever been, really keep turning it up. And the same with fitness, you know, like if you're at home, it's a great time to really, you know, try to nourish your mind more, um, you know, even do more in terms of, you know, activity. I was saying to Kyle, because I'm moving less, like just through my everyday movements of training uh, clients and things like that, I've been able to actually, you know, hit abs more often, go on walks, do my cardio more, you know, train a little harder, do all these great things uh, because I'm not using as much energy expenditure in my everyday. So if you're someone who's just working from home, sitting at home now, you know, it's all the reason to, you know, spice it up, like try yoga in the morning, you know, do a circuit at night, maybe do abs another point, go on a walk. Like, you know, at the end of the day, it sounds like a lot, but if you're not moving at all, that really is probably just close to what you were doing before. So something once again, to be mindful of, and we're kind of hitting it we're going over it again and we have been a little bit but we really do want to make it apparent that this is the time to take advantage of it because it will pass and you don't want to be like oh i wasted all this time you know you'll be demotivated to get back to it all but you really want to do take advantage of that yeah i think people just need like weekly reminders as well like you know let's say you heard us last week you're like yeah i'm fired up i'm ready to do this and then midweek something happens you get demotivated but now that's why we like putting these out monday because like it's a fresh start you know even though we said something last week it's time to just remind you guys of the way we feel and how you guys i mean what, what you guys can do to just get to the next level so yeah without further ado um what do we got i guess we got a client share i mean here. before we get into that i want to even share how i'm actually taking action uh, instead of just telling other people how to take action like so that. you know normally we'll train individuals for a few hours at night um and that obviously is a good like time commitment right if you consider three four hours one hour whatever it is right you know throughout the day you know we don't do as much as we used to um but it still does you know cause time so you take that away I'm doing the same workload, right? And I'm like, oh shoot, you know, I got all this extra time. Like, what can I do? So I've kind of, I, you know, spent some time really thinking about it. Uh, and even from the Thursday episode we uploaded last week, you're gonna hear probably a lot more about different things I was thinking of and doing. And once again, you know, one of the things I talked about was being alone at yourself and your thoughts. And, you know, I took some time just to think. Uh, I did like cough method, meditated, spent some time just thinking and, you know, really tried to make the most out of that time I had. And during that time of reflection, I thought, okay, maybe, you know, there's three major things I personally need to do for my business. You know, for an hour, I need to engage. I need to engage with you all, right? I need to engage with my clients. I need to engage with my friends, family, you know, like I need to actually make sure I'm actively, you know, responding and being involved. Obviously, when you're doing a podcast, a big YouTube channel, Instagram, all these things, you know, I want to make sure, you know, when people are reaching out, like, you know, from the bottom of your hearts, telling us your stories and, you know, the things you want to achieve, your dreams, 
dreams, your hopes, all those things. So I want to be there and make sure, you know, I'm on the front lines ready to help people out, especially with my clients. You know, I've had to double down on, you know, just being a, a pillar of strength, I think, for a lot of people and, you know, getting some reassurance, uh, you know, as people are getting less motivated and, you know, really communicating that there's still, you know, a goal to all of this. And people are saying, hey, you know, home workouts are great. They're tough, but it's not the gym. And, you know, it's understanding that they're a temporary measure, but we still do need to be progressing and working with them. And, you know, even my one client, I know a listen, but he said, oh, you know, I didn't find it that hard. And he's a beast. And I'm like, well, why aren't you running it twice? And he's like, oh, I guess you're right. I ran it twice. And he's like, oh, dang, like, you know, it's a, and now he's right in it, you know. So it's all about that. So engaging is a big hour. And I think that's a very realistic thing for me to commit an hour of my day to. So, you know, I've gone ahead and add that into my calendar to make sure I'm doing something. And then next up, I thought, you know, during this whole time, I need to make sure I'm actively learning and growing. So I've went ahead and also added an hour of learning to my calendar. And, you know, I think a lot of people will like, uh, kind of strong arm learning into one category like it needs to be something really dramatic but you know even like I said to Kyle like back before when we actually started trying to learn more like I think anything if it interests you what's the harm in trying to learn more about it like if you're super you know curious about cars and how the engine works like what do you lose taking out of your life trying to learn and educate yourself in something new? You know, it's a lot better than just mindlessly, you know, taking in content that isn't necessarily going to benefit you. Uh, so that's an example, you know, even me, I'm going to, I've started a kettlebell course, which is pretty cool. It's a really niche thing, but, you know, I find mastery in niche things is what will really help you be masterful in everything. So things like that, you know, to devote an hour to make sure I'm growing. And when this is all said and done, that I can say, wow, like I've come out of this so much stronger now that I have this time. Like, so that's the second thing. So first was engaging. Next was learning and then last up oh my gosh i can't even remember right now I had it was creativity or creativity yeah. that's exactly it creating because this is for example is creating creating podcasts creating media tweets and like you have to understand we have a podcast we have a youtube we have an email list we have instagram we have twitter we have a facebook private group we have a facebook like you know all my clients like it gets pretty hectic um so i think to devote an hour to creating and you know thinking of great ideas, you know, pre-writing podcasts that results in such better content. And these are very specific to me and Kyle, but I think anyone can kind of approach it in this way, you know, so take some time, some introspection, you know, be alone with your thoughts and say, hey, like, what can I do to actually keep myself busy and motivated, you know, when you have so much time and right there, even if I have, you know, minimal work to do in a day, there's three very positive hours that are helping me grow. And when I complete those three hours, I find, you know, my relaxation is 10 times better because I feel accomplished. I feel like I've overcome a challenge. I feel like I'm developing as human. And, you know, I think more than anything, that's really important. So you can challenge yourself and it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't be 15, 30 minutes, whatever you want, but try to find some new ways to, you know, keep yourself challenged and growing. I love that. I think this list goes so far into like just opening up different doors for a lot of people. Like, you know, when Josh talks even about creating, I think there's so many different aspects you can focus on that. Just like imagine just yourself doing this three hours, whether it's in the morning when you wake up or just at night when you have more time or like midday if you're not working as much and just like imagine how you're going to feel after doing that. I just think the learning is so huge. Once again, there's so many different things you can do. The engaging is cool. Even if it's like a FaceTime call with a friend you never saw, you haven't seen in a while, sorry, or just like your family catching up because you can't see them. And then creating is just like, even I was um, catching up on FaceTime with a buddy yesterday and he said he was 
playing the saxophone. He was just learning it. I was like, that is so random. But I asked him how everything was. He's like, I've never been happier. Like, I'm just trying new things. I mean, I'm enjoying it. And like, that's the point, right? Like we're, we're going into a bit more mental health and stuff because we find a lot of people are, I guess, more so struggling during this time. And I challenge you here. Like I'm looking at this list right now and I'm getting literally fired up. Just imagining myself doing these three things because I haven't started it yet. I'm doing little bits and pieces, but I think just the one hour timer and like forcing yourself not to do 20 minutes learning here and there, but like just an hour straight, I think it's going to be so powerful for everyone to do. There it is. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that was a little bit of a side tangent, but once again, instead of just, you know, giving abstracts, we want to actually give examples to us. Once again, it might be very different for you. You know, you might be someone who is a coder, for instance, you know, you could learn a new coding thing with computers or, you know, you could actually, if you're someone who just want, like Kyle said, to learn to play the guitar, like it's a cool way to actually, you know, find these challenges, you know, have a sense of pride and accomplishment. And once again, you know, we always say that, um, you know, like activity produces activity and then laziness produces more laziness. Like it's literally the truth, you know, like we say, we always say when you do one little thing, you just feel so good. Even if it's the smallest task, you know, like things you put off cleaning in your house, your apartment, whatever, you know, you do it, you just feel so um, empowered and that can carry, right? And you start doing little things like, I feel good. Oh, I'm hit a workout. Boom. You hit that. Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm going to, you know, clean up, declutter a bunch of stuff. Boom. Oh, I'm going to reach out. Like it really will carry. And that's why, you know, once again, you don't want to have be that person who their laziness is compounding more laziness. You really do want to utilize the time to kind of keep it going for it. So that's that's the big talk. Um, for the fun fact, we just had for every pound of muscle gain, the body burns and uh, 50 extra calories. Now that's approximation. Obviously, you know, people are different sizes and all that stuff. But for the most part, it's more or less pretty accurate. Um, you know, it seems to be pretty consistent through the board. So we thought that was pretty fun. Um, now, is it going to be absolutely insane? No. But if you look at a lot of people, especially girls, you see 130 pound girls eating, you know, 3000 calories and just living the dream. And a lot of that will be due to muscularity, but a lot of that will also be due to your neat, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That is going to be a big indicator, but regardless, I thought it's pretty cool. It's a good incentivizer to improve your muscularity and decrease your fat mass. So yeah. Yeah. I love that one. It's, it's funny because our buddies, um, Jeremy, we're working out and uh, we were just looking at the numbers burn. Like Josh is always burning like over a thousand calories of workout and I'm at like 500 plus, like if I'm lucky. Um, but he just like has so much more mass as you can just tell from his photos and stuff. So it's like a good thing to work towards. And a lot of times people think like strength training is like not as beneficial and they think cardio is the best, but like in terms of just getting towards your goals, if you have so much more muscle mass, number one, it's going to make you look good, but the ability to burn more calories and just like be able to even eat more is just so powerful. And it's something that, you know, a lot of us should strive towards for overall progress. But yeah, I love it. Um, client shout out. I mean, we shout out quite a few people, but there's one specific one. Um, Amanda. Posted. Yeah. So Amanda. We had Amanda. So yeah, Amanda's been killing it. I've been working with her for a while and she's been absolutely resilient. She's had to move a million times and she keeps having to set up a home gym, work at a gym she doesn't want to work out at. And you know, she's someone who loves a home gym and she's meant to have a home gym. Like she crushes it there. Um, but you know, she had a really, really impactful story. You know, I'm not sure how public it is and, you know, how much of it I could share. Um, but, you know, she overcame a lot. She also overcame some of her fears outside of fitness. And I think it's just powerful how, you know, when you work on your body and your position, you know, and actually taking care of yourself, it can transcend that into other components of life. And, you know, to see her overcome those other obstacles. And, you know, she did a photo shoot with the thing that was like a big burden to her history, you know, being as vague as it was and just being empowered from that. And, you know, just a true star. So you can, I think, 
Did we tag her? We did, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, if you know, I'm sure whatever she is, probably you can kind of check out there. It's a really, really powerful story. You know, a business owner, a mom, you know, she's doing all these things, making no excuses and still making time for fitness. And, you know, she was someone who looked good before, but she just went from good to great, especially with this, you know, tightened up, felt stronger, feels better, you know, has complete control of everything. And it's just a great testament of, you know, like really pushing it and not just being complacent. I love it, man. I love it. What a beauty. Um, what do we got? We got some questions today. Mailbox Monday. So first question, uh, is that all you want to touch on before we jump into it? I think that should be pretty cool. Yeah, some I think housekeeping. We've, we've gone pretty long. We've gone here. pretty long. You know, it's, it's fun, but a lot of people have been enjoying it. Like even our last time we did our minimalist challenge and got a number of clients and just messages, people saying that they did it and they, you know, already felt better and they got rid of like 50 things. Shout out to my client, Holly. She's listening right now. She responded within like 10 minutes and was like, or no, I guess 10 minutes of us posting it, but I guess she listened to the episode previously and was like, I've already gotten rid of 50 things. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like you, you got to feel good after doing that. So, um, this is what, uh, from one of my clients, Courtney, um, she just asked me a question that I think a lot of you guys can maybe relate to, or just, um, maybe even have some feedback on. So she said, uh, she asked me, how would you reward yourself when uh, achieving like small goals. So to be specific, she hit a new low weigh-in and she had mentioned that she just kind of rewarded herself with some ice cream and then ended up going over calories and just like didn't feel too great about it. Like I told her there was no big issue. Like, you know, it's not like weight spiked up. It's not like you, you know, did anything crazy. Um, But it was a good question that I thought, you know, was kind of important. And Josh and I talked about it yesterday and I told myself, um, I said, I'm just not the greatest at rewarding myself throughout like just a journey for small goals like usually I'll kind of reward myself at at the end so for example when I just did the powerlifting meet against my buddy Liam you know throughout hitting some PRs and stuff it was more like my small reward um, was hitting those numbers hitting those goals hitting the milestones that I've been working towards and then once I reached that big goal I maybe went out and celebrated or treated myself just to a nice meal that I usually wouldn't have or something like that so that's kind of like what I do Um, but I mean maybe you can have some some input here but that's just uh, unfortunately, I'm not the greatest at the small goals, but I know it is important and something I guess I should work towards getting better at. I, I used to be really big on rewards, and uh, I think more so outside of fitness, I was really big on rewards. Um, I remember even with our business, you know, we had some goals, and they're really small, silly goals. But one of the, like the first big ones we had was like we wanted a Keurig so bad. And we had a video where when we hit that goal, we went out and bought two Keurigs and felt like the man, you know, like both of us. We just yeah. felt boss. And like, that was a good Keurig. I love that thing forever. And I think it motivated us to work to those goals. Um, but more than anything lately, I just think I've got a lot of, you know, um, self-satisfaction just from achievement in and of itself. You know, of setting a goal, especially an ambitious goal and setting it and hitting it, whether in business and or fitness, you know, to me, like, I feel like that reward is sweet enough, just a reward of success and not failing. Um, but that's kind of how I can be, you know, and I'm, I feel like I'm at a place where I don't really need it. And I do like the quote, you know, treats are for dogs <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but I can be more intense than I think, you know, some people would need to be. That's just what I've chosen to kind of have the framework worth with. And I'm not saying that's the only framework to have. I think, you know, rewarding yourself is a perfectly healthy thing and if you're someone who really wants that you know you have to ask yourself what you value as a reward and I don't think it should be just something else you know someone had like let's say I say okay when I lose 20 pounds I'm gonna you know I'm a very overweight person I'm gonna go to my favorite ice cream spot and I'm gonna stuff my face right like you just have to ask yourself is that truly the reward you want like do you just want something sweet like do you want something that's gonna kind of push you back and potentially make you feel sick or you know or can you just realistically say you know what 
when I lose 20 pounds, I'm going to go to this ice cream spot. I'm going to get whatever I want. And then I'm just going to have protein and vegetables the rest of the day to feel as good as I can. You know, maybe I'll be two, three, 400 calories over, but I'm not going to blame myself for that. And I think it's more of a healthier approach because I think some people can be really extreme and you can end up spinning in circles. For instance, oh, if I can save um, X amount of money this month, I'm going to buy something for Y amount of money, right? And then you end up spending half the money you save. Like I just find it can kind of put you back and I think the goal, the reward should be working towards a bigger goal. So we're a big fan of monthly goals, pushing into yearly goals and that's something I really like. And in terms of fitness, you know, the reward could be like taking a photo and posting it and being proud of yourself for achieving it, tell everyone what you did, inspiring others. Um, you know, there's a lot of things, but I does she mean small goals in fitness or? It was mainly directed to fitness, but it's a good, I guess, question we can all kind of talk about and yeah, like I, I just love hitting gold. When I hit a PR, like I just, I'm like, heck yeah, that alone I did is like it. A I went, yeah, 200 club, 300 club, 400, you know, and I, to me, it's just like, you know, I just feel like I'm hustling and making that progress. And to me, you know, that's a lot. I think some of my favorite fitness rewards, actually, I do have a few. I think a, a really amazing one is getting new workout gear, there especially with, um, that's huge, especially with fitness, because when you're bulking up, right, clothes will be kind of tight. They won't look the nicest, whatever, you know, especially girls, right? Like, you know, there's a lot nicer, I think, clothes for girls than there are for guys. Guys, you just kind of wear whatever the heck, I swear. Um, but girls, I know there's some really fancy, nice workout stuff out there. And I think a new outfit can be quite a big motivator. So, you know, to say, hey, if I can reach this goal, I'm going to go out and I'm going to, you know, spend this little bit of money and get the sweet thing, you know, then you'll feel even better in the gym. And like, to me, that's a really healthy thing. I think a reward shouldn't set you back. It should help you, you know, yeah. continue to be even more fueled to go forward or you know oh if i can do this i'll sign up at this cool gym or i'll buy this piece of equipment i want that i've really wanted like to me i think that is the absolute best thing i i couldn't agree more and you know you you got me thinking now i'm gonna have to well she's gonna listen to this but um yeah just like hey if i can track for a full week i'm gonna order this piece of equipment that i've always wanted just you know to basically because I'm, I'm now dedicated i've tracked for a full week but if not then you know you gotta you gotta go through that full week but i think josh is so right because a lot of times you know people will let's say do a really good job and i'll use the typical monday to friday staying within your calories doing well the cheat meal example yeah even the cheat meal example, example exactly what i was i was gonna say is the weekend comes you reward yourself because you stayed in a deficit you ate clean you ate healthy and then the weekend is I'm going to reward myself. I'm going to go out Friday night and then Saturday's a binge and then Sunday you're over your calories and you just feel so guilty. Like and you end up heavier. Like that's, yeah. I'd say that's one of the number one reason people will fail with flexible dieting is this reward system, like especially with food as a reward. And I think that was the, the proper, you know, you're not a dog. Um, don't reward yourself with food. I think that's the quote. Once again, more extreme, I think more extreme than it needs to be. And I'm not saying you can't, but I just think it can be a very issue. And it can, you know, it can be really kind of cyclical if you engage in it too much because it's just up and down, you know. And we've had that phase, right, where you do great four days and the fifth day sucks. And it really just, you're spinning your wheels. It just doesn't work. And especially because if the rewards are too extreme. But, you know, even I think another one I mentioned to Kyle was like, if you do really well, like maybe there's a restaurant you love that has some quality food you know it fits perfect you, you go out you get a nice steak like a proper steak you know if that's something you like or whatever if you have a weird place you like to go to like a mexican spot i don't know whatever the heck you want to eat but yeah yeah it was a good question Hopefully, it was fun yeah. yeah i don't think i'm the best person in the world at answering that but um that's kind of but even i think uh kyle's client patricia is a great example you know she started she was doing whatever she was going at it now she's killing it she's losing more and more weight and 
I really like her transformation because, you know, before she, she's doing fine. You know, she looks like another person, you know, roaming the planet. But now she just looks like she's glowing. Like she's got this huge smile. She Anytime I see her post, I don't go on Insta too much. But, you know, anytime she pops up, she just looks so happy, so fired up. I see her like doing lunges outside. Like yeah. she's just radiating. And I think, you know, that, you know, when, we always say when you get results, you get addicted. And you can just tell how good she feels to be making progress. And like she just looks like 10 times a happier person. Like I just walked Byron like it makes me want to smile just seeing like how much he's beasting it and like that's just a good example of you know like the reward achieving the goal is a reward itself yeah, in many ways exactly so. yeah she's just like I'm I'm just gonna have another great week that's my reward yeah but uh yeah that was a good one um so we got a message from Tyler Moore you know Phoenix Arizona what's up bro uh love your guys podcast listen all the time trying to catch up and so is my wife that's awesome man these guys are just at home Brown it out, having a time of their life. Just listen to Fit Healthy and Happy Podcast. Sorry, I have a bad habit of saying guys. I know it's a it's a female and a male, not guys. Um, so my question is, uh, we have a crappy little gym scale at our house. I'll probably give you about a pound um, or a seven pounds plus or minus fluctuation every time stepping on um, and then st- like stepping off, stepping on, step stepping back on. We're currently doing some research on what scale to buy to replace it since we want to start weighing more often, more accurately. It sounds like you both weigh in about five times per week, if not daily. So what type of scale do you use and what do you re- recommend for someone who's in the market for one? Okay. So yeah, first of all, one of my number one complaints in life is the people's resilient or resistance or not resilience, resistance to buy a scale. You get oh such gosh, a good scale yeah. for like 30 bucks, 50. There's some that are like 120, 200. You know, I've had them. They sink. It goes to your Fitbit. This Tells you that. your body fat. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Like, and there's so many like YouTubers. We did a promo with one once. I can't remember the affiliate link or I'd hook everyone Vanity up. Vanity scale. So, it's yeah. It's called. completely fine. Like it, it works, you know, and if it breaks eventually it was 30, 40 bucks, you know, move on with it. I got a good one, I think, on Amazon or Best Buy. It was one or the other, but I think it was 30 bucks, and it just weighs me, and that's all I really care about. So, you know, if you have an old scale or a bad scale, it really, like, don't go out and buy that. Just buy a scale that's well-reviewed and works well. Go on Amazon, you know, go to reviews and find one that's decently, you know, regarded well and not insanely expensive. But weight is a very easy metric. It's probably the most obvious metric, you know, outside of measurements and physique photos. So it just really, really is worth it. That and a food scale, make the investment. You'll think it's later. And it's been proven that the people who weigh in more, you know, are able to manage their weight better. And here's the thing. All week, I can think I'm drilling my calories, right? I can log everything. I can do everything perfect, right? I cannot weigh in. End of the week, why did I gain three pounds? Oh, this is so aggravating. I don't understand it. Meanwhile, Kyle's been buying me a coffee every day. There's been two creams in there. You know, I've been putting a little extra mayo on my burger, you know, an extra sauce here, this and that, right? So instead, if throughout the week you see your weight creeping up, creeping up, creeping up, I'm going to go, what the heck is going on? And I'll say, Kyle, like, what, what are you putting in this coffee? Oh, it's a bunch of two cream, bro. And I'm like, oh, shoot, right? And then there you go. There's like four or 500 calories you're not accounting for. So, you know, you can kind of use it as a measurement to self-check. Once again, weight isn't everything. It does fluctuate, um, but it is very powerful. We always tell our clients, you know, weigh in three to five times a week. If you can, you know, weigh in every single day. It's the best thing you can do. And once again, it's just proven that, you know, those who weigh more will lose more. And, you know, to kind of add on to that, 
I'm just going to read from our Colossus Coaching ebook. You know, when you sign up for coaching, it's just our quick little, you know, breakdown of everything and, you know, what we want people to do. And, you know, we kind of made notes here of the key things you should bear in mind when weighing in. So we have for Colossus Coaching, you're required to record weight three to five times a week for maximal accuracy. Weight is impacted by a variety of factors and as a result can be recorded frequently at all times by highs and lows. By monitoring in terms of weeks instead of days, weigh-ins are balanced out to a more representative number. So I don't necessarily care about the day-to-day as much. I want to go up. I was up three, down three. I care about the weekly average, right? You know, if you drink and eat a lot of food and water near bedtime, you'll be a little heavier in the morning because your body hasn't been able to digest that out. You know, it has weight, um, food volume, and water. Um, Whereas if you eat really early in the day, you stop early, you're super active, this and that, you could weigh in later. That's why I really do prefer to work off of the averages. Obviously, I can see the other weigh-ins as, you know, measurements or you know they can kind of show me themes of what's happening to a client so that's what i'll keep in mind there and then we also have three trips to track three tips to track your weight effectively so be consistent track your weight on one set scale please don't use different scales to record your weight once again you know you go to your grandma's house you go to your brothers your sisters Everyone scales different in different places. You know, I try to at least have that measurement of accuracy the best you can. Um, be sure the scale is on a flat surface in your house and avoid using tile or carpet. Now, this is huge, okay? Like, you'd be amazed. You can get, like, insane. Like, I'd say up to 10 pounds um, of differentials uh, from wing and on different, like, surfaces like that. You want a hard, flat, even surface. If it's uneven, it'll put too much pressure on one side and will cause it to be wrong. So I think a lot of people think they have a broken scale, but they're just doing it on wrong things. Like I used to do it on tile and it sucked. It was brutal and it was probably because I was doing it on tile. So once again, not everyone has access to hardwood wood or something like that, but you got to get pretty creative. You know, even if you got to lay down four identical books or there's always, when there's a will, there's a way, right? Yeah. Uh, so try to be as consistent, weigh in at the same place. And then lastly, um, I do want to talk about the clothing. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you can obviously allocate, uh, you know, a couple pounds for clothing, but like, I don't really recommend that. I know some people do. It's just so I just, hard to know. I just go and I, yeah, I just go into my boxers and, you know, like sometimes people are wearing, wearing sweaters and like wearing, you know, sweatpants and stuff. And it's just like things vary so much and it's just in your best interest just to kind of keep it consistent every single day and you'll be, you'll be set and rocking and rolling. Yeah. So, and once again, the, the key thing too is weighing at a consistent point of the day. If you're up super early, whatever, and you want to weigh in every night, that's cool. Just make it consistent. I prefer the morning. The reason I prefer the morning is you've been sleeping all night. You know, you probably haven't had food or water for a while. You can wake up, go to the bathroom, weigh in as minimal clothes as comfortable. You know, chances are you were just sleeping. So it's okay to quickly, you know, strip down and weigh in and as little as you can. I mean, for like me, it's boxers every day. So, you know, does that any weight? Eh, probably not. But something like shoes are really sneaky. Like with shoes, I'll usually weigh in about six pounds heavier. So just something to it's not that the shoes are heavier. I think it's some weird thing. I, I've never understood it, but that's why I really am a fan of, you know, just getting a scale for your home and not relying on one at the gym. And, you know, there's some guy at the gym jumping up and down. Oh, my weight's going up and down. Right. And then he breaks it for everyone else. And you think you gained 20. Like, it's just super tough. Right. So I, that's why I think the small investment's worth it. Uh, and yeah, this, this is really random. You know how passionate we are about this, but we are. Uh, so it's a really good question. Thanks yeah. for asking it. Amazon's so cool. Like I search, I search Amazon scale, you know, 3000 reviews, $23. We'll put it's it, we'll put it in the description for you. We don't have it, but it, it's just, this is what I always send people because I'm like, you know, if it's like a $60 scale, you're like, Ooh, I don't know if I need it, but $23. This oh, is, is it the black one? What's it called? No, but the black one I would recommend for someone who wants a, a bit of a higher, what's it called? It's called Renfo. 
I think that's the one I have. How much um, is it? It's $48. Yeah, it that's has the one. 35,000 reviews. Yeah, and that one's perfectly good. People love it. We'll put it know. in the description. It's, it's so, worth it. We're not making any money here, yeah. but it's good. I don't have that one. I have a basic one, the $20 one that does just fine, but... I've heard really cool things about the one Josh has. And, you know, it, the cool thing is you even if you have the scale, you can have like the app with a bunch of people and kind of compare numbers and just like send each other messages and hold each other accountable. Like that seems pretty cool, but it just like is slick looking. So there's one for 23, one for 48. But either way, I think both will do the trick for what you're looking to do. I mean, even that's a break. So, you know, I tried to sink it. It wouldn't sink. The Wi-Fi would... You know, at the end of the day, I just look at my weight and I don't look at, at anything. Know. But I know some people really, we used to too, I guess, with the Fitbit ones. And yeah. I don't know. Interesting. What's yeah. uh, what's next? Next question. Uh, let me just pull it up right here. I had the scales there. Um, so I got a message from uh, Caleb um, just through my... De quoi? Caleb de quoi? Definitely a Francais man. La um, quoi? <laughs> so, hey, what's up, man? Loving this is through Facebook. Loving the show. Keep up the great content, especially with this outbreak. Um, content like this helps me stay motivated. I mean, this is really cool. I love these messages because you know Josh hasn't even seen this, but he just personally messaged me. Um, I had a question about weight loss. Uh, I know someone who is really trying to lose a good bit of weight. What type of training is best for weight loss? Hit style training or low intense training? We are kind confined to a homemade gym setup right now. We're confined to a gazelle. I don't even know what a gazelle is. Maybe a gazebo? I don't know. I think it's some type of machine or exercise thing. <laughs> well, he has a Bowflex, so it's probably something like of that sort. A heavy bag and dumbbells with low weights. So the person's trying to lose weight, just wondering what type of training is is the most ideal. Um, I mean, first of all, the calorie intake, the, the deficit has to take place. You have to make sure you're eating less calories than you're burning. I don't think there's a specific like answer for this, but all I know is that we've created some amazing at-home routines that involve a lot of like body weight training and then just like simple dumbbell training. And as we've talked about before, like since you don't have a heavy load, especially like you have a bow flex, okay, that's cool, but you don't have like heavy weights or like barbells, you have like light weights, right? So you got to get a lot of volume and a lot of intensity in within those movements. Um, you know, I don't think the hit training like it. You can do cardio however you want. If you want to go for an hour walk and do lists, or if you want to do 15 minutes of hit, I think that's totally up to you. But um, I don't think there's really a white right way as long as you're within that deficit, you're consistent, and uh, you know, especially making sure that your food's on track is the biggest thing. Yeah, I mean, losing weight's very easy in my yeah. opinion. You know, at the end of the day. There's input output. It's not always input output. I understand there there is nuances though. You know, yeah. if you're someone who's taking particular medication that will inhibit it a lot. Obviously, thyroid problems. But these are such a small um, proportion of the population. And you know, just assume you would be part of it as a push. You know, I think a lot of people just haven't you know had the right mechanisms to do it or. There's factors that are being overlooked, and that's why with coaching, you know, we take people like this and we get them peeled, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I wish I did this earlier." You know, I've been trying for so long and I couldn't make it happen, and that's why we really do encourage coaching because, you know, so back to the point, losing weight is easy, but losing it intelligently is very hard because you have to take in a lot of considerations. Like, are you trying to maintain as much of? And even going to the next question, right? I'm just finished with my first bulk and had to do a cut. However, with gyms being closed and no access to the cardio machine or circlimiter, what cardio could I use to utilize without losing the glute gains I made through the bulk? And that's a great question, right? Like when you have muscularity and you want to lose weight, 
if I want someone to lose the most weight, I'm just going to put them through a ton of circuits, you know, a ton of heavy compound training, and that's going to be pretty much what I'm going to be going off of. It's going to be, you know, a lot of hits, circuits to start, a lot of compound training, wedging in there how I can. You know, strength isn't my primary factor. I just want that kind of overloading for them, and then I want to go back into hit circuits. Once again, it's all expenditure. Now, is that the most intelligent for me, maintaining as much muscularity as possible? No. So, you know, this question is very broad in that sense, where I would approach it I approach it very based on the individual. You really depends how much muscle you're looking to retain. Are you looking to retain strength? You know, how is your muscularity to start? Like, there's a million considerations to keep in mind. Like, if someone's already very muscular, you know, we can hit them with a lot of hit, a lot of movement, you know, a lot of compound training. Whereas if someone's already kind of, you know, more so skinny fat, we have to be more intelligent with it, do more composition-based training. And that's where we really, really, especially with at home, we do recommend, you know, coaching. And especially now we've opened up a few more spots. So if that interests you, you know, and you're down to make that investment, continue to get those gains. You can just go to our website, classfitness.com slash online coaching, and you can inquire through there because you want someone who's actually periodizing a program for you based on what you're looking to achieve and help you maintain as much muscularity in this time. Because obviously, if you're really restricting calories, moving less and not training hard, it's not going to be a good cut. You're not going to look the best you have previously because, you know, you're not getting the volume in, you're not getting the movement in, you're not eating enough. Like it's really just going to kind of potentially, you know, you're going to lose a lot of muscle. You're not going to have the same composition and hardness and look you're looking for. So you do have to be very intelligent about how you manipulate all these factors uh, during this time because we don't know if it's a month, two months, three months, everyone will be out of a gym. So there's a lot, a lot to consider right now. Yeah, no, that was a great answer. Yeah, everything is so like, I mean, looking back at the message too, like you're so right, like trying to wonder, okay, is hit style training or low intensity better? It's like, it's so hard to answer. It's just, you know, there's so many different ways to do it, but I think your personal experience, you know, as Josh is talking is, and your personal situation is what will, you know, what it'll all come down to. But even looking like he said, he has a barbell, but like, is the barbell, like how heavy is it? If it's just like, like really low weights, is it like, if you do sets of eight with low in, uh, intense training, will that even give you enough like stimulus to even like really do anything? Like if you have 20 reps left in the tank, you might have to go to the 15 or, or 20 rep range, even though it's not like ideal in a gym situation, just to get what you need to kind of, um, you know, target the muscles and you know work it properly so and there's the factor too right capacity and demand yeah like if exactly. we have a lot of capacity so we're going to need a ton of volume where so if someone's fresh and new you know they're not going to need as much capacity mm -hmm. to still have muscular development right like for people just signing up you know we just had five women sign up um for a special test group we're going you know for a 60 day kind of to lose 10 pounds tighten up gain strength and a lot of them have been out of the gym just for a while now and they're actually going to see insane development you know from that whereas if someone's really being you know, killing it five days a week, periodized with heavy weights, it's going to take a lot of stimulus to mimic even, you know, a portion of that effect. So it, it really just does, does depend on the uh, individual. And that's why it's tough because we have to give general advice um, for things that really shouldn't be generalized because it is very specific to the individual. But, you know, obviously there is a pattern. So you want to make sure you're being challenged, right? You're not overextending yourself. You're not necessarily just you know exercising yourself into oblivion you want to make sure you're maintaining calories you know you might want to be a little more cautious about cutting them too fast to retain that muscularity but you know that's the best answer we have and then to the best cardio i mean obviously you know just walking in general people sleep on that it's a really good cardio it's really low intensity you know if you find a hill you can walk up and down the hill it's really great for the glutes and the calves it's a really uh, good little bonus you can do 
Um, you know, obviously, if you want to maintain as much muscularity as you can, you probably do want to stay away from hit. Whereas if you want to lose a lot of weight really quick, you know, go ahead and utilize hit. For a while, it was considered broy that hit would, you know, burn into your muscle and it's considered a myth. But recently, it's kind of been proven to be more so the case. Uh, so once again, if you're really, really concerned, you know, I still do hit. I'm someone who wants to maintain a ton of muscularity. I don't think it's as impactful or as crazy as people make it out to be. Uh, so, you know, you might not want to overthink it and just go out and try some new fun forms of cardio in general. And, you know, continue, especially for the glutes. There's a lot of crazy stuff that can be done at home. Yeah, I mean, stairs too. Stairs are amazing for your Stairs are beast, yeah. You there you go. Some circuits, in the house. like, you know, jump squat circuits and all that stuff. Um, there's so many good things. But, yeah. Uh, should we end it there? Or just one more question. I think that's good for now. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm happy. That's four questions answered. You know, some good talks, some real talks about how you guys should be crushing it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, we're keeping these episodes nice and long, probably about 40 minutes long or so. If I were to, uh, if I were to guess, first part is just some housekeeping. All we see is one one eight seven point four bar. Yeah, I bet no you idea. that means something to someone in the music industry. We're using GarageBand right now and two road studio mics, so we yeah. have no concept of time. Yeah. Usually, I just know if it's above a thousand. With it's yeah, kind of about around 40, forty minutes, forty minute mark. But I um, mean, yeah, uh, we get lots of messages. People are enjoying it. We ended up hitting our reviews. I know this a while ago, but we're probably at like one twenty now, so it feels good. But you know, once again, head over to um, podcast. Uh, the podcast app on your iPhone. We just got a bunch of cool reviews. You know, people, I know Erin Kirsch, she asked a bunch of questions last week. She said she finally downloaded the app because, uh, you know, we kept asking for the reviews. She uses Spotify and she went over and, uh, and left a review. So shout out to you. I don't have the reviews in front of me, but it means a lot. It keeps us going. Once again, the comments and just letting you letting us know that you're listening right now um, especially during these tough times it's nice to know that at least we're reaching out to some of you and you guys are getting the message and listening to us and just having a good time so yeah anything else you want to add yeah thank you so much for listening you know as i said at the start if you like this episode you like our podcast you know sharing it to your stories saying you enjoy it you know, I'm sure your friends and family put a lot in stock into what you say, probably more than you think. So it's a great way to get them started. And, you know, then we'll do our part to get them motivated and on track to be their fittest, healthiest and happiest self. So, you know, sharing it to your Instagram story, your Facebook, Twitter, whatever the heck, Pinterest. I mean, I'm sure there's some people out there crushing on Pinterest. You know, any share really does help us out a lot, especially during these times. But, you know, we'll be here every Monday and Thursday putting in that work uh, getting at it. Uh, we're also considering potentially adding like a third more open-ended, you know, self-growth type uh, episode. So that's something you're interested in, you know, shoot us an Instagram on message and let us know. I guess we'll see if people really want it that way. So you can find us on Instagram at ClossusFit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And if you're someone who really does want to maximize your your time here right now during all this and say, hey, I'm making no excuses. I still want to get gains and I don't want to just maintain. I want to progress. Definitely reach out for online coaching. You know, once again, whether you have a gym or you don't have a gym, we'll take care of you. We got the mechanisms to do it to make sure you're progressing uh, the best way possible. So you can go ahead and do that by going to our website, ColossusFitness.com, and then just click the online coaching tab and you can submit a response there. Please spend some time, you know, giving us some background because we do only filter for the most serious responses. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Peace out. Peace.